0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Barbells and Trails podcast, episode twenty-two. I'm your host Brett, and we're back with another episode. How's everybody doing this week? I, I guess I, uh, yeah. I hope you're doing well because we're here, and uh, let's just say this episode is about Grant Cardone's best-selling book the 10x rule i hope you guys enjoyed the last episode and this one's going to be a little more um, topical i guess on um, a specific topic that book and uh, it, it's quite quite a good book i found it very inspiring and um, motivating and i hope you guys do the same through this podcast or through reading the book yourself I'm gonna try to do my best to explain the book as well as possible and uh, hopefully encourage you guys to go read it yourselves as of now next week it's looking like I will be having a guest on so that will be quite interesting and uh I kind of can't wait because it is it's been uh in the making for a hot second so um trying to start this out is gonna be gonna be fun with that and we'll we'll just kind of roll with it and hopefully you guys enjoy and hopefully i can provide more guests in the future and we can kind of have just just have fun with it and see see how it goes with everybody but let me give you a little backstory of grant cardone if you don't already know already Grant Cardone is the best-selling author of The 10X Rule, and If You're Not First, You're Last, as well as a sales trainer, speaker, and entrepreneur who has worked in real estate and the auto industry. Grant Cardone is a real estate mogul who built a $5 billion portfolio of multifamily properties from scratch. Moreover, he was named the number one marketer to watch in 2017 by Forbes magazine. Grant Cardone has also written other books like Sell or Be Sold, The Closer, Sell to Survive, Real Estate Investing Made Simple, and The Millionaire Booklet. So not only that, but he's also a social media I I would say god, almost kind of like Gary V in the way both of them are very similar in different industries, but when it comes to social media they control it as best as they can to basically promote themselves in any way possible, to basically spread their name, spread their words, spread their message, and do all sorts of stuff. So I had seen his stuff for quite some time now, and I had heard of the 10x rule, but I did not totally know what it was. I had heard bits and pieces of the 10x rule before actually reading the book but didn't know the whole thing and understand his meaning or get his breakdown until I finally read it. And let's just say it kind of made, it, it. it didn't kind of, it did make me look at certain things in a different light for sure. And I feel like it'll do the same for anyone else that reads that book. So what is the 10X rule? The 10X rule is to set extreme goals and commit with extreme 10x actions. 10x rule is 10x setting 10x goals and following it up with 10x action. Now what is 10x action and 10x rule or well sorry 10x action and 10x goals we'll kind of get into that. But we'll we'll break all this down there's a lot into this book and the stuff he talks about but it's it was very amazing but those are that's the rule itself so let's kind of break down some of the stuff he talks about in the sense of what the 10x rules are the 10x rule basically makes it where you cannot allow yourself to fall behind in some way or another like the first thing he talks about is success in general after breaking down the 10x rule and the reason he breaks this down is basically the importance of success he's like everyone should achieve success and you gotta look at it with a different eye he says success is important success is your duty and there is no shortage of success people believe that success isn't as important as it really is and kind of puts it in a back category on what it truly means. But success basically means absolutely everything when it comes to providing for your family, your community, your job, yourself, anything you want. And that success isn't something to just kind of lay on the back burner and not worry about is basically one of the best ways he explains it. And not only that but success is your duty because if you don't go at and work towards success like it's something that is basically uh, I guess a a duty in the sense of that you deserve it and at one point everybody deserves it but it is your duty to make sure you are successful then you're not going to look at it necessarily the same And then not only that, which is definitely a large misnomer, is that there is no shortage of success. People believe that success, there's only so much and only so many people can be successful and that people will fall short and there's just not enough to go around. But in all reality, that's absolutely false. You just got to actually work and push and find opportunities to basically get yourself there. There is no shortage, even in today, especially in today's society. He wrote, I say that, but he wrote this book, I think, 10 years ago. No, 12 12 years ago. And in that amount of time, a lot of things have changed with the internet and basically the opportunities out there. And so the amount of success that is possible for anyone is absolutely ridiculous there anyone can be successful at anything they put their mind to and you just got to basically push and some of the some of the different things he talks about when it comes to getting in that 10x mindset and changing the way you kind of look at things in your perspective is Um, to assume control of everything basically in his own words don't be a little bitch and in that sense he talks about how you don't need to be the victim in everything and how everything that happens to you is because of you and if you don't like it you should have done something different to not end up in that scenario and he uses examples of even ending up in a fender bender where someone rear ends you in the sense of maybe you were running late maybe you should have left sooner maybe you should have went a different path maybe you should have done this and actually like on your way to work or some something and that not to only always look at yourself as a victim with everything that happens to you if something bad happens don't look at it like oh poor me look at it in the sense of what did I do to get into this situation and how did I fuck up and how can I necessarily get out of it and work for like work forward in the sense of how how could I have changed that and what can I do to prevent something like that from happening again Not only that, he says that there are four degrees of action. Degree number one, doing nothing. And there's more people like this than you think in the sense of people that just don't do anything to necessarily push towards success and are just kind of lumps on the log and spend their free time just bullshitting, not going anywhere. Uh, The second degree of action is retreaters, people that back away from the opportunity to really push because they're scared of, they have a fear of success or feel a failure or feel fear of failure and a bunch of stuff like that. And then you have the third degree of action, which is people that take normal levels of action. So basically, your everyday person and the sense of the middle class and all this, and that they do better than most, but it's also the average. And who really wants to be considered average? And degree of action number four is massive action, and that you gotta end up being basically uncomparable to any other group by pushing yourself to do more than anyone else and that if you can be consistent in your efforts and your goals and be more determined than anyone else and then take as many steps to get you there and work harder and do more than other people there's no reason for you not to necessarily go above and beyond. So I guess let's get into ten x goals. So the reason he looks at these goals and why they're called ten x gold is, oh, I really suck at English sometimes. I'm sorry. The reason why he calls them ten x goals is because if there's any goal that you think is reasonable in the sense of what you want to do, make it unreasonable. Take it ten steps further. And make it seem impossible because if you're working towards the impossible or not the impossible but if you're working towards something that's absolutely outrageous you're gonna get closer no matter what I guess is a good way to put it basically just like the quote if you shoot for the moon even if you m- miss you end up amongst the stars basically along those lines because if it's something along the lines of wealth and you're like i want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year and then you change it to and you 10x that to a million dollars a year so you push and work towards that one million dollars a year goal and even if you do not hit it it will put you above that hundred thousand dollars easily so basically, if you work towards a goal 10 times higher than you ever would have originally set, even if you fail, it puts you further than you would have to begin with. And it's, it's basically it gives you larger margins for success no matter what. Because he talks about, he's like, how many times... Do you set goals and then even though you reached them, you feel like you could have done more or it wasn't necessarily that much of a challenge or you were disappointed with the results because you felt like you could have got more out of it? And I feel like most of us have in some way or another. We have done that before. I know I've done that before and it, it just happens. And you gotta, you gotta set your goals higher Not only does he set these goals, he writes these goals down every single day. As soon as he wakes up, he rewrites these goals. So he reaffirms it in his mind. He relooks at these goals. He understands them. He puts them out in front of him. And most of the time, it's not just one goal. It's a big list of goals. And nine times out of ten, all of these goals in some way or another will help achieve them together. So basically, if you're working towards any one of them, you're kind of working towards all of them at the same time because let's say you want to make a million dollars and you want to own a business and you want to do this and that and that's actually kind of low but let's say you 10x those if you're working towards either of those if you're working towards starting your own and having a very successful large company that's going to push you to making the 10 million dollars or whatever it is or if you work towards the 10 million dollars maybe it'll give you more opportunities to then create a successful business so basically most of your goals you won't even necessarily realize it or you might but they will kind of feed off of each other because if you're trying to push yourself in one category it's going to basically end up in others at the same time because if you try focusing on trying to build all these goals at once at one point they're gonna kind of level themselves out and help everything to get closer to those goals and build off of one another and it more affirms your sense of want and motivation to keep to keep pushing and then he also basically takes the evening to look at his goals kind of reassess to see if this is kind of what he really wants or to see if he's working towards those goals and if he's doing all this and it I mean it's been proven to show that if you write stuff down that it, it does help you in a different way than just saying stuff or looking looking at stuff so being able to write this stuff down and see it every day and basically look at it and be like what can I do to work towards these is what will eventually get you there Not only that, but he believes that competition is for sissies and that you shouldn't want to be competitive, you should dominate. He thinks that you should basically not want to deal with competition, to not focus on your competition and to just dominate in whatever it is you're working towards. If you want to have the best business or be the best employee or uh, like salesman at your company or something along these lines don't focus on the competition around you. Do what's going to make you successful. Do what's going to push you in the right direction that you want to be. And no matter what, if you just dominate the area that you are in, competition won't matter. And if you focus on the competition, it's going to delay you and you're going to compare yourself to others and you're going to look at things the same way they do and and if they're not working as much, maybe you're not work. You shouldn't work as much, or vice, uh, vice versa, or different stuff along those lines. Where if you just kind of put them out of your mind, not be the main focus, and just dominate whatever it is you want to accomplish, you will be one step ahead of everyone else, and it will allow you to grow and push yourself out of that obsession. Isn't a disease, but a gift. This is another rule that he talks about obsession is something that basically allows you to find that passion for what it is you do if you're obsessed with something it's not going to be work it's kind of like anyone you can think that's super successful that has an obsession it it's not work for them and they spend all their time money effort energy into focusing on whatever it is they do and because of that, they've been successful. Look at Steve Jobs. Look at uh, Michael Jordan. Look at uh, any, any major athlete or entrepreneur or uh, like Elon Musk. He He's obsessed with all the projects he's on. Like all, all these people are obsessed with what they they're working on. And people think that obsession is a bad thing. But in all reality, the definition of success means nothing in in a negative sense that an obsession is something you want to basically pursue and work towards and having an obsession is very very uh oh, i don't i don't know the right word but having an obsession is actually a, a, an amazing accomplishment because it allows you to work towards things Another one of his lessons that he talks about in the book is to go all in and overcommit. In the sense of if you, I guess, find something that you're really, really, really wanting to do in the sense of work or accomplishment, don't necessarily back out. Don't say no, don't do this and that. Just jump in and commit to it. Even if you don't know how to work, don't spend your time overly planning and trying to map out all your, like your journey and everything you want to do and all this, because you'll probably spend more of your time planning than you will actually working towards your goal. And I can kind of say I did this a little bit, even with this podcast, this one in particular, I did not plan this episode out too much, um, which is my bad. I probably should have spent a little more time on constructing a a structure for this episode a little more, so that happens. But with the podcast itself, I did not necessarily overthink it. I was like, well, I don't totally know what to do, how to do it, how to really do a podcast and i was like well i got a, I got a computer i have a microphone i basically have the two things you need and you can even do a podcast without let's just, just kind of go for it and start making something and and it's like i'm, I'm picking up slowly but surely on what what it is i want to do with this and and figuring it out as I go, I just kind of went for it, not necessarily knowing how to make a podcast, or how to structure it, or what the format was going to be, and, and all this kind of stuff, and I just kind of hopped in without thinking, and just kind of am here, and figuring it out as I go along, and that's kind of what he was talking about in this situation, was to just kind of go all in for it and figure it out as you go and not to overthink and not do it. Another lesson was to expand and never contract in the sense of always wanting to keep finding ways to grow and expand and never to necessarily slow down or really constrict. And he talks about that when it comes to the market and a bunch of other things that when people constrict when the market goes down in some way or another when it comes to stocks or real estate or a bunch of issues like this, that if you keep expanding and pushing, you'll be doing the opposite of what most are doing. And so when everything starts to get back to normal and growing, you're already one step ahead of everyone else because you didn't slow down. And he talks about how he handled the 08 crash And that he saw other companies, his competitors slowing down, letting people go, a bunch of stuff like that. And in that same time, he was spending more money. He cut his salary. He started spending a lot more time and effort doing specific things. He hired more people and he kept pushing. And because of that, he was able to grow. And when the market started to rise again, he was one step ahead of his competition. And I think that can kind of go in a lot of circumstances for a lot of different people in a lot of situations. It's just these are kind of things you could think about and just kind of work towards it. And another one of (laughs) his, burn the place down. Basically, build your own fire out of everything you're doing and by basically working towards something every little task you do every little thing every situation every phone call every sale every time you go that extra mile on the run every anything it is you're working towards every little thing you do is slowly but surely building that fire and the bigger and bigger you build that fire the more you're going to stand out to your competitors and keep pushing and you want to you want to keep pushing and it, it's a good way because you don't want that fire to extinguish, so you want to keep doing something that's always keeping it going and churning and, and making it something that's sustainable and that can keep going for a long time. Another one that he talks about is fear and how fear is used in a negative sense and that you shouldn't always follow your emotions. That there's a lot of times if there's something that scares you it's probably something you should do because the more time you keep yourself from doing something you don't want to let's say make a phone call to a client or something along those lines the more time you spend in between like that and actually making the phone call the less likely you are to make the phone call and that certain people live in the past and And instead, you should be listening, living in the present and the future, and thinking about those. Because if you're looking towards the future and you're in the now, you can then imagine basically where it is you're working towards, and then do everything you can now to get there. And he actually, he actually made an acronym for fear: is false events appear real, and the sense that fear is irrational and that everything you're afraid of happening, all the outcomes, all the opportunities, is all, or not opportunities, I guess, but everything you're thinking of that's fearful and that you're scared of happening is all stuff that you build in your mind and you imagine. Nothing of it actually happens. None of it is guaranteed to happen. This is just stuff that's in your head that you're constructing to rationalize that fear. And in all reality, you're making the events in your head, and they're not actually happening, and it's keeping you from doing something that you really need to do. Another thing he talks about is time management. He talked about it in the sense that people think that you should have a work-life balance, and his thing is you shouldn't necessarily have a work-life balance. You should have your time more prescribed I guess is a good way to look at it or a good way to put it and to using it optimally basically you, you, time is the most valuable thing we have and you only have a, 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 an absolute amount and there there's only so much you can do with that time so the the more you're able to do in a shorter amount of time the more you might be able to save yourself in in the long run so if you're working really hard doing stuff now, you might not have to do as much in the future. So he also talks about just using basically using your time wisely in the sense of how are you using your free time? How are you doing this? Are you going to keep working towards something and some goal and, and not just like doing meaningful or meaningful, meaningless stuff? and using your time as a tool to work towards your ultimate goals your 10x goals the goals you want to accomplish and you want to work towards and the time is like i said time is the most valuable thing so you got to optimize how you use your time i think it's there's a hundred and oh i might be wrong i think it's 160 hours in a work or a week right? It's somewhere along, the, along along those lines. It's in that ballpark. Give me one second. I will, I'll double check it right here on the podcast. 24 times 7, 168. I was very close. There's 168 hours in the week and most people work a 45 hour week. And, and then another third of that time is probably used sleeping. But what can you do with all that excess time? and are you using it to actually work towards the stuff you want and and that's something that even david goggins just talked about and the sense of actually using your time in a way that makes it worthwhile and it's something that many people say and and many people preach because it has such importance another thing to think about as you're growing in your 10x rules your 10x journey is that criticism is a sign of success if you're being criticized if you're being threatened if you're being hated if people think that you work too much and are saying you're doing too much or you're you're dumb for not uh, using your free time or like uh, like just basically all, all these kind of things in that sense and criticizing what you're doing and the effort you're putting in and the risks you're taking that means you're, you're working towards and you're working your way towards success because success always comes before admiration and if you have people that are criticizing what you do eventually if you keep it up something's going to come out of it and those same people might be saying wow like look at what you've been able to do not and and that's that's the that's a two-way mirror with success is people will look at you one way before you have it but once you get it oh you're a genius but beforehand you're you're crazy for working as hard as you are and crazy for chasing these dreams and these goals because they're set so high and unrealistic that you're going to be disappointed you don't reach them and in all reality if I set them too low and I do reach them and I'm still disappointed what was the point so so it's you got to look at things differently and change the way you really really look at things another thing he talks about with it is is omnipresence is depending on what it is you're working on or working towards having an omnipresence, you want people to know who you are at all times in the sense of you're everywhere all the time. And nowadays that can be so easy uh, with social media in the sense, and that's kind of what he's been able to do. I mean, he has books, he, he had a TV show for a while, he has a podcast, he has he posts Instagram stuff all day facebook twitter he he's everywhere on the internet he's everywhere in the physical world too with some of the stuff he does and having that omnipresence is basically you gotta get attention before you can really do anything and without people knowing who you are what exactly are you going to be able to do So you got to basically build a presence, some form or another, and some of that is doing what other people's won't, or other people's, other people won't. And in that sense, for himself, as an example, he ended up, was posting twice on Twitter daily, and then changed that to 48 times a day, twice an hour. And it seemed ridiculous, and no one else was doing it, but because of it, he put so much excess into the world into the internet that it allowed him to do better and it's kind of the same thing and it allowed him to build a broader web to basically bring people and catch them um into what it is he does and get more attention and one one of the things that he talks about is how with everything that happens in this sense is that that luck is something you create luck is very important when it comes to being successful in the sense of everybody talks about successful people being lucky with what it is they've done and been able to do and that's not necessarily false luck it, it does have a big big part of someone's journey but he also says that you should basically work and push and do more to basically allow those opportunities to fall into your area if you're working harder than everyone if you're sticking your neck out there if you're taking more risks if you're doing all these different things luck and opportunities are just going to happen because you're doing more and in so many more areas and taking more action than anyone else is doing that you're just going to have the better opportunity by finding specific opportunities and people are going to consider that lucky and not necessarily the real realize the amount of action you took to get there another thing he talks about is just excuses in the sense of excuses just discourage and deplete and there's no real reasons and that excuses are stupid and I get it because I I I, fuck I make excuses all the time depending on what it is and I know I gotta do more Like, this book has realized that, it's made me realize that there's still more I gotta do. I'm definitely on the right path, but I gotta do more. And that's, that's just a fact of reality. And, and one of the things he says is don't make excuses in the sense of, let's say, some, a client calls, this was his example, and you don't, you don't know how to do something. Don't necessarily tell them That you don't know what to do or how to do it and can't fix their issues tell them hey I'll go find someone that can do this or hey I'm gonna go figure it out or I'm gonna do this don't make an excuse for the information you don't know basically change it in the sense of you're going to figure it out don't use an excuse as a barrier to quit to basically not progress find ways to get around specific situations and to keep working towards something and excuses just don't have any benefits so if you spend time and energy making excuses you could have been spending that time and energy to actually work towards what it is you want in life no matter what it is and to actually be able to figure something out but he which I need to get like these rules printed on a poster and hang them up so i have something to look at every day but uh, he basically made 32 rules of the successful because when it comes down to it you're either gonna be successful or you're not and if the more of these that you're able to do the more likely you can do and these are all attributes that he's figured out that's the successful use and basically um occupy themselves with to to make themselves better and to get them to where they were or to keep building off of where they are and we're just going to kind of go through this list it's quite an amazing list number one have a can-do attitude basically just be positive and don't put yourself down and if you can't figure something out you'll try to figure it out and not not necessarily limit yourself always wanting to keep pushing and to to keep learning number two believe oh i guess this (laughs) i I guess can do attitude is just having like the the positivity and to not necessarily stop yourself but (laughs) number two believe that i will figure it out don't necessarily limit yourself in the sense of not knowing what to do and keep pushing in the way of you will find solutions and work around roadblocks and challenges focus on opportunity keep an eye open for opportunities that arise to basically jump on them because if you miss out on opportunities that it's gonna set you back more than you'll realize and basically being open to opportunities is what's going to allow you to grow in a, a larger fashion and whatever it is you're trying to do. Number 4, love challenges. Challenges are something you should have back down from basically. Like wait this this also goes hand in hand with number 2 on I'll figure it out. Like if you see it and make, and make the successful list. Number 9. This kind of like number 2 and and four kind of fall in line in the sense of love challenges and figuring it out you want to you want to like keep pushing towards these challenges don't back down from challenges use them as fuel to keep working and wanting to overcome number five seek to solve problems if there's any problem that pops up figure out how to solve it because if you're able to fix these problems it's going to make it way easier down the road and to seek to solve problems just puts you in the right mindset to keep working and any new problems that arise finding ways to fix it number six persist until successful commit basically just keep pushing until you are successful do not stop until you get what you want and when you get what you want keep pushing because most of the time if you set a goal and you reach it and you stop people think that you should just quit but in all reality when you get there you gotta you gotta keep building off of what it is you built and sometimes you realize that it takes more to keep what it is you have so you gotta keep working even more and working harder but in different ways so just you want to you want to persist until you're successful number seven Take risks. Risks are something that no one necessarily wants to do or want to incorporate in their life. I know that taking risks can be uh, risky and <laughs> scary, and uh, I've I've tried to overcome that myself and in certain fashions. But risk taking is probably going to lead to the largest opportunities for success and push you beyond. Be unreasonable. Don't be like anyone else. Be the unreasonable person that works harder than everyone else, that does more than everybody else. Don't don't be reasonable. Do everything else that no one else is doing. Rule number nine, be dangerous. Basically, you don't want to be cautious and comfortable. At one point, the cautious and comfortability is what's going to stop you from reaching your goals. You want to be dangerous. You want to have danger. Because if something's going to danger you, in some way or another that that means it's a challenge and you don't want to necessarily step down from that you want to keep working towards stuff and not not being comfortable and being overly cautious and staying in your own area and not wanting to take that risk number 10 create wealth find ways to to create wealth in whatever it is you do when it comes to products work work towards actually creating opportunities and investing like the wealthy don't don't just be like the average 90%, 99%. Be be like the other 1% and work towards creating wealth instead of just wanting to work and survive. Number 11. Readily take action. Take action on what it is you set your mind to. Live in the now in the sense of what can i do in this moment that will get me closer to the goals i want what can i do that will push me towards those it push me in the right direction so readily take action as often as you can always say yes say yes to any opportunities say yes to the different Uh, business opportunities that you might come across or certain situations, number 12, say yes. Always say yes, I guess. Yes is just way better than saying no when it comes to wanting to work in a 10x capacity. If you say no, you're losing out on opportunities, you're losing out on exposure, you're losing out on growth. When you say yes to all these opportunities or these possibilities, it allows you to basically open yourself up to different doors that might not be open yet saying yes is very valuable especially when trying to follow the 10x rule number 13 habitually commit keep committing like the successful do keep putting everything out on the line keep keep working towards what it is you want don't look first don't don't be set back keep working don't stop because if you do that's what's going to deplete the likelihood of you actually getting anywhere uh number 14 go all the way going all the way is basically a way of not wanting to take half measures or half steps towards something don't work half-heartedly go all the way into whatever it is you want to do because if you don't you're not going to be able to push number 15 focus on the now i basically already talked about this on accident but now is what's most important. What can you do in this moment? What can you do today? What can you do in this minute that will push you towards your goals, towards your 10x goals, taking that 10x action to then work towards the 10x rule? And he even talks about it in his own life, for the majority of his life, he was taking 10x actions, but he was not doing 10x goals, and he was not pushing and trying to reach high enough. And... It had limited what he was able to do. But live in the now. Live in the now. Focus on what's here and dominate and take control. Number 16, demonstrate courage. Be courageous in what you do. It's going to be a bumpy, scary road uh, along the way to success. But demonstrate courage by staying consistent and committed and staying Having the ability to withstand adversity and taking those risks, basically take action on your fears, is, is one of the main ways to be courageous. Take action on what it is that scares you. That's one of the main main uh, definitions of of courage. Is basically doing what is in opposition or. or, or uh, I really suck in English, but. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this in, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say, is to basically just demonstrate courage and adversity and and work towards stuff that you fear. Number seventeen, embrace change. Don't let change be the thing that basically screws you over. Change is gonna happen. Change is good because if you're working towards something and stuff's growing, that and change is upon you. That's that's a good thing. You want to be able to change depending on your environment and situation, because if things are changing, that means you're doing something right. Number 18, determine and take the right approach. Basically, figure out how it is you want to get there. You you do gotta plan a little bit, but don't make planning the the main, main thing that you focus on. You gotta determine the right path to take and to build off of it over and over again basically as stepping stones moving towards the right direction and you just got to be determined and take the right approach towards whatever it is you're trying whatever task it is you're trying to accomplish or defeat or work work through when it comes to taking the right approach basically don't necessarily just work and power through every situation look at Look at the right opportunities, look at the right directions to basically lily pad across and find the right options that will work best for you and not necessarily take an abundant amount of risk that does not work. Number 19, break traditional ideals. You want to be, you want to stand out between other people. Like you don't want, you're not going to be doing the same thing other people do. If you look at major companies, they're not following traditional ideals. When it comes to Google and Apple, they are different from their competition. When they came into their industry, they were different from everyone else. And they didn't have traditional ideals on how they worked on their company or their products or the way they sell or certain certain things that they do and because of that they stand out. You don't want to fall in to all the other corporations. Not corporations, but all, all the other people. You don't want to fall in with everything. You wanna stand out. You wanna you wanna do stuff differently because you're more likely to be taking a step that others weren't willing to. Number 20, be goal oriented. We kind of already talked about this just between everything, but goals are very, very important. If you have goals, and you're working towards a goal, that means you're doing more than most. And to actually set goals and have something to work towards and to keep you focused, it it gives you more opportunity to basically stay on track, because if you're setting goals, you know what it is you want to achieve or what it is you're trying to reach, and it keeps you pushing. Number twenty one, be on a mission. Think of what it is you're working on as more than just a uh, an opportunity, or not an opportunity, but make it make it your life's mission. Make it your life's goal. Make make it your mission in life to be successful to to be on a mission and whatever it is you want to do. in the sense of this isn't just some every day lacks a daisy thing that you want, that your life mission is to do what it is you're working towards. Number 22, have a high level of motivation. Motivation is key. If you have a very high level, keep working towards it. Motivation is great because it allows you to just keep keep working and keep digging and working hard towards whatever it is you're doing. Setting those goals is a great way to stay motivated and keep you on the right track. Writing down your list of 10x goals in the morning is one way to help you stay motivated because you're looking at your goals, you're assessing your goals and it allows you to look at your day and see what can I do today to work towards those goals and it just, it allows you to stay motivated because motivation is great, but you don't want it to be short term. So basically, keep re- reapplying that motivation in some way, basically, through writing down your 10x goals or doing something that basically keeps that motivation rolling. You want that to be a positive feedback loop, and just to always keep pushing. Number 23, be interested in results results are interesting and (laughs) I sound like such a dumbass for saying that (laughs) that's not what I meant but in the sense of results is what you want to work towards you want to be interested in the salt whoa (laughs) sorry you want to be interested in the results you're able to achieve the stuff you're working towards the stuff you're working on if you're not getting results, that's the problem. You want to be able to do more by being interested in the results. You are able to basically get out of whatever it is you're doing. If you have results, that means you're working and doing something correctly. Number 24, have big goals and dreams. Having those big goals is what what the successful, most successful people do is have big goals. Look at Michael Jordan. Look at LeBron James. They wanted to be the number one NBA player, like the best basketball player ever. Look at Elon Musk. He wants to colonize Mars. He wants to have the largest electric car company in the world. Amazon is one of the largest companies, I think is the largest company in the world. Like all these things have large goals and dreams bigger than what is reasonable. You want to work towards something that's so out there. Just like the 10x goals, these all fall in line with what successful people do on their own. Number 25: Create your own reality. You want to be able to make whatever it is you want possible. So to do that, you kind of have to build your own reality around whatever it is you're wanting to do. You don't need to fall into the norms of real the norm n- the, the the norms of reality. You want to work towards something that is for you and you want to basically mold your own reality in whatever it is you're trying to achieve number 26 commit first figure it out later you want to commit first you want to hop on those opportunities you want to you want to just say yes you want to do all this and just figure it out as you go along you don't want to overthink things and delay opportunities and chances because you didn't commit when you had the opportunity when when you had the chance you want to just you want to commit first and figure it out as you go along as we talked earlier 27 be highly ethical ethical is different than what you would necessarily think it's not necessarily being ethical in the way you work or commit to other people or or in the sense of how you run your business which obviously that is very important but there's definitely unethical people that have made a lot of money, not necessarily are successful. And to be ethical, it can be in anything, even in the sense of: Are you ethically working towards and providing for your family? Are you are you being an example for the people around you? Are you being an ethical and are are you being a good person? Are you being are you being what it is you need to? Are you being successful for your family? Are you doing all these things? Be, doing and working that hard to provide, to be, to be that, uh, I guess, that role model, that leader that is part of the ethical decision of the successful. Number 28, be interested in the group. We've talked about this many of times so far in our few episodes, and it basically comes down to being aware of the people you surround yourself with yet again. If you surround yourself with people that are not successful, not motivated, not following 10x rule, not working hard, not not in any way or sense, you're going to get dragged down in some form or another. You want to reach up. You want to find people that will hopefully give you opportunities or you're able to learn from and to basically build off of. And at one point, provide something for them as well. And you want to be around a group that pushes you to do more. Number 29, be dedicated to continuous learning. Read more books. Go to lectures. Buy webinars. Like, do the stuff that other people aren't willing to do. Most CEOs read over, I think it was, most CEOs that make, The top one percent or more in the United States, or fuck shit, I think it's make over five hundred thousand a year. Read over sixty books a year. The average person might read one book a year. So you gotta commit to educating yourself because education is what's gonna provide opportunity and a sense of make a way to make money. Most most successful people don't look at a book as an expense they look at it as an opportunity to grow learn and find ways to make money they'll spend money on a course they'll spend money on a lecture because that is some form of like they're gonna get something out of it no matter what it's kind of the same reason why I've been reading as much as I have it's one of the same reasons why I read this book like this is me trying to continuously learn in some form or another, because I want to take what I'm learning and build off of it and use it in some way that I can use it and make it successful for me. Number 30, be uncomfortable. You don't want to be comfortable. It's the same thing with health. It's the same thing with mental health. Being comfortable, it's the same thing with business. Being overly comfortable is not good. You want to have a certain level of discomfort because you it means that you have challenges you want to try to figure out. Uh, just like working out, you can't be comfortable. You, like health, you have to work out. Working out isn't comfortability. Lifting weights isn't necessarily being comfortable. Going in the sauna, doing a cold plunge, doing other stuff working more than other people you gotta you gotta one-up everyone successful people are even willing to basically put themselves in uncomfortable situations it's something that most people aren't willing to do and by doing that it allows you to do more than others because you're able and willing to do stuff most aren't number 31 reach up in relationships I kinda mentioned this. You wanna be able to reach up and surround yourself with people that are better than you in other situations. You wanna surround yourself with people that are more creative, smarter, know something you don't, in some way provide value because they don't, They, that's very terrible. And I can't believe I just did that. But you wanna surround yourself with people that know something you don't. You wanna have something more you want to be able to do more and the reason being is surrounding yourself with people and making yourself uncomfortable and surrounding yourself with people that just in some way have have something you don't last but not least rule 32 be disciplined being disciplined is probably one of the most important important rules in the 32 rules is just because being disciplined is what allows you to keep pushing and to stay consistent and and doing that like part of this is part of this is just being able to to do all this stuff to have the mindset to work hard to set these goals to to take these actions but part of it is being disciplined in the sense of continuously doing it to have the consistency to stay with it and commit, and just be disciplined on working on these every day, and trying to do something. This book was just, in general, it was such a, an, uh, my own little, I guess like, eye-opener with certain stuff, and it, it was quite amazing, because it filled me with a lot of information, and I feel like I'm probably gonna, this is probably a book I'm, I'm, pr- going to reread at one point in the future because it's it's something that I feel like everyone at this point should read because it it just showed such a different way to basically take life and to make it your own and I find that that's a very very important because part of it is not letting life basically take you uh, t- take control, it's you taking control of yourself, taking control and responsibility for your own success, for your own actions, for your own opportunities, and your own life, and I feel like that's something that most people miss out on, and it's the stuff you do that's going to get you somewhere, and if you aren't willing to do what others are, then don't be disappointed when you don't you're not able to reach the same levels. And it's something I, I got to figure out with myself in certain ways and, and with what I want to do and in my life and how this can affect me. But I'm probably going to print these rules somewhere and I'm going to have them hanging up because those those 32 rules of this successful is is something that you, you just got to at one point figure out and realize that most of this is mindset and motivation and discipline to just keep working and growing and and do more than other people and that's part of the big thing the 10x rule is 10x goals and 10x action and the goals are simple enough if there's something you already wanted to do in some way make it something big make it something outrageous like shoot for the stars shoot shoot for something higher don't lower your expectations because it's just going to have a negative effect in the long run and to to try to hit those goals you got to take 10x actions and work harder than most other people won't you got to do more than other people do you gotta make yourself more known you gotta you gotta work harder than other people and in that sense it's it's something you're gonna have to learn and to really do that, you got to take this rule and and the the ten x rule and use it. And I feel like this is gonna help me with the way I I do look at life at one point, and that my own success is my own doing, and I can't just let it happen willy nilly. And I gotta I gotta make it happen. And it's it's something that I'm gonna try to commit and use in my own life and I hope other people take this podcast and hopefully do the same but that's basically a rundown of the 10x rule by Grant Cardone if you do look forward to reading that book I don't know what I'm saying if you look forward to it read the book because it's 100% worth it and I encourage anyone listening to this podcast I really don't care I, there's no age for it. Anyone read this book because it, it it's such such an eye opener and how you need to really look at life and how you you look at yourself. So I encourage everybody to listen to this book or read it, vice versa. And I will see you guys all next week when I have my first template. No, second, second in-person guest, but hopefully it sounds a little better because we will have two mics this time, so hopefully it's not too, too shabby.